Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Right now, at CBUS, we're building a new future for all of us. By building new projects in property, investing in infrastructure, and putting millions into Australian businesses, we're not only helping to create around 100,000 jobs, we're strengthening the economy. And with a history of strong, long-term performance, we're building a better, more secure future for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. It's the final word, India Daily, coming to you from outside the MCG. People are leaving, maybe thinking they weren't going to get to come back tomorrow for day four. For a little while, it looks like it might be another three-day test match. I'm Jeff Lemon. Adam Collins is with me, and Hello. he's, he's going to do the thing that we do on the show, which is give us a 30-second summary of the day. You've got 30 seconds. That's it. That's all you've got. Go. Okay, I'll try. Australia did the job this morning. They took five for 49, which meant they bowled out India for 326, which probably was within their expectations after returning with India 82 ahead. Uh, But their batting let them down. They lost three wickets for one run to gut the middle order. Six for 133 overnight, a lead of two. They come back tomorrow with Green and Cummins batting okay, but it looks like a full zero, unless something very special happens. India's bowlers quite outstanding yet again. I thought we were going to get run over yes, by a golf cart at that point, but the gentleman driving it has decided not to. So thank you, sir. He's waved us on. So as you said, that first bit of the day was, I mean, it, it felt like Australia's morning because they got Ajinkya Rahane via a run out, which was a real bonus. You know, he'd made that 100. He was going on with it. He looked good. Jadeja was still there. And it was Jadeja trying to get his 50th run just with a little cheeky tap to cover and sprint. And, you know, just changed the way he played a bit to try to get the milestone. And then it didn't work. First time he's been run out in his test career, his 100th dismissal. And the first time when we avoided getting run over by the by the golf cart, just went straight past us. It's just nice atmos though, isn't it? It's yeah. just really soothing <laughs> on the ear. So I'm glad we could share that all with you. Uh, yeah, so after being involved in a run out with Virat Kohli last week, he was on the receiving end this time. But yeah, 100 dismissals in test cricket the first time mm. uh, that he's been out that way. Jadeja got his half century. It was a sort of a, a muted well, samurai it, sword instead of the full like uh, he flourish. Painted, he painted himself into a corner, which is, I have to do the sword thing, but I'm going to have to do the sword thing like three balls after I've just run out the captain who made 100. <laughs> and he was a bit like, oh, all right, here's the sword. You know, one for the diehards. But yeah, maybe maybe thought twice about it. Yeah, so what, the eventual lead was 1-3-1. One, one. I reckon that was advantage Australia to the extent that 5 for 49 after returning today, as I said in the summary, I think it was probably, I mean, Payne said before play, we kept them under 150. All right, well, we'll cop that. They had a terrible day yesterday yeah. when you look at it in totality. So as far as not taking their chances and letting Rahane advance to over 100 and Jadeja get set and all the rest of it. Yeah. So the fact that they were able to get it done by lunch meant that nowhere near even keel, but, you know, you can reset. But then pressure transfers back to the batsman. Joe Burns, oh gosh, if we said his 10-ball duck was uh, painful to watch on, on day one, out for four this time, could have been out earlier, run out after his first or second ball, I think it was, when inexplicably he went galloping down the track. This time he was caught behind, he didn't know whether he hit it or not, despite mm. the fact that there was a mark on hotspot, we'll come back to hotspot later actually, <laughs> uh, was also struck on the thigh on the way through, but yeah, it was a brutal way for him to sort of trudge off the field, knowing that almost certainly that'll be his last, last test innings, well at least for a while. 
it'll take a lot for him to get back now, uh, given that Warner will be available last week based on everything we're hearing. Next I, week, rather, based on everything. I think the wheel will have turned. The wheel of time, the wheel of seasons. The season of Joe Burns has passed, um, yeah. and I say that as someone who's been an advocate, but he's just hasn't looked anywhere near it this summer. I feel for him, by the way, just before we move off yeah. Burns. Like, Stepping back from it now, I mean, we've had this discussion on the weekly show repeatedly. Mm. The language around players being left out of the test side's way over the top. And why couldn't they have said a fortnight ago, look, this bloke is struggling, mm. really going poorly. Why subject him to one of the best bowling lineups in the world right now? And just hope he'll come good. Yeah, and just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, maybe it'll get better when he's facing Boomer mm. and Ashwin. Like, well, didn't yeah. even get to Ashwin, <laughs> except for uh, the second innings Adelaide right. when they were chasing 90. I, I think that, it, you know, it, it, isn't it sort of doing him a disservice to ask him to bat in test cricket when mm. going like that wouldn't they be better of saying look go away make more runs at domestic level come back and we won't subject you to this situation where I mean anyone that knows anything about cricket knew that mm. this was a fool's errand yeah and, and it was it was fourth ball when he could have been out anyway it was Boomer nailed no it was at Umesh nailed him on the on the foot yes with, yes. A, with a Yorker and it was swinging a bit and the umpire said going down leg DRS said clipping so he wasn't he was he stayed not out but could have been out to that one as well then ran him tried to run himself out off the same ball as though he was just getting up to go for a run even though it had gone straight to it's a leg slip I think it had and, and then yeah out a few balls later to that beauty from Umesh Yadav that sort of swings in decks away and that's getting a lot of people out yeah it meant that Umesh did his job despite uh, leaving the field after three 3.3 overs, I think it was, with that calf complaint. I don't think we're going to see him bowl again in this test match, maybe in this series for that matter, but they were able to you know, get that incision with Umesh before he went off. Mm. Siraj was outstanding. We've been saying for, I put this on Twitter and I think I might have said it as well, that we've been saying for years that one day Steve Smith will, will be bowled leg stump, like mm-hmm. across his body. Mm-hmm. And I suppose at, at different times, teams have tried to get him out that way and it's never really worked out. He's seldom bowled. Yep. Has he ever been out leg before in Test cricket? There's some crazy state. Eight, like I think eight times eight in times. 100 plus innings. Yeah. But, and four of those were really early in his career. Right. And, and, One of them was for 199 in the West it Indies. It was, which I, I remember well. It was a what, DRS I was yeah, on call for in and, Jamaica. And one was after Chris Wokes hit him, after Joffrey Archer hit him in the head and Wokes got him yes, at Lords. Yes, where he's leaving it, um, on middle stump. And, yeah, and then there was one more at, at the Oval to finish that. So, you know, there were mitigation circumstances for at sure. least three of them. But I, I suppose yeah. with that Smith dismissal, at some point he was going to miss one, mm. which routinely he gets bat on it, you know, down to backwards square or fine leg for a single or, yeah. or more. Uh, and today's the day. And, you know, it, it's hard to unpick what's going on with Smith at the moment, but a drop catch, two low scores. He's made 10 runs three off 68 deliveries. Three, yeah. sorry, right, last week. So 10 off 68. You know how with Smith often, we, we say this about Joe Root as well, he's 20 before you know it, and he transfers the pressure back onto the fielding mm. team. Today and at Adelaide and in the first innings on Boxing Day. It's been the other way around. When he walks out, people are kind of holding their breath. It's mm. not not a, an emotion we're used to watching this guy bat, certainly not in the last four years. So, and yeah, al- very although, strange. Although he was one not out in the second innings, uh, across four innings, he's never made four single-figure scores before in test yeah, right. cricket, aside from uh, the one time in, in the Ashes in 2015. Those those two tests when they lost the Ashes series at, at um, Trent Bridge and, and Birmingham. So that's the only time that he's gone anywhere near as badly. He made 26 in four innings in that series, and in this series he's made 10 in four innings. Yeah, and, so. it, con- and it continued to pattern Australia have shown in both tests, which is like they can't seem to get their partnerships between anything beyond 20 to 30-odd. I mean, mm. today there was 28 put on between Labuschagne and Wade, 29 between Smith and Labuschagne no Smith and Wade rather and 27 between uh, Wade and Head and and Mm. that's where it seems to fall down and that's 
giving India, they're keeping India always in the game. They're never getting to the stage where the bowlers are feeling like they're under the pump. So that's what we saw in the final session. Smith goes with the score on 71. Wade, when they're on 98, fantastic piece of bowling from Ravinder Jadeja. Again, we, we said it last night about his batting, but I still can't quite fathom how he's not in every Indian 11 they put yeah. out on the park. Like surely he level. is now. Surely this is it, where they go. Yeah, this okay. is the turning point, right? Yeah, you have to. He, give, he brings you wickets he won't get by, just by his fielding alone. Then the fact that Umesh went off with an injury hasn't actually been a problem for them because they had Jadeja, because they had a, a properly fully-fledged bowler to come in and, and take up that load and, and pick up those two wickets. And so even Punt took that catch off, hmm. off Payne, which was a, a difficult chance, you know, off the back foot slashing. Let's talk to that as well, because Payne was the second to fall in that sequence, the third to fall in that sequence. We'll hmm. come back to Travis Head. The DRS process meant that he needed to have both Hotspot and Snicker go his way, and, and yep. the latter didn't. Now, let's just step back from this again, because there's a lot of noise from kind of the usual suspects about this. There's a very clear process with Hotspot and Snicko, mm-hmm. and the latter gazumps the former. Sure. We know that. The only way that the third umpire can overturn all of that is to say that he saw a gap between a conclusive gap mm. between ball and blade and okay. even that it, it, the practice is to go with Snicko unless it's absolutely overt yeah. there's nothing overt about anything there now sure right. it's within the realms of possibility it was a bat crack it's within the realms of possibility there was a noise yeah. from his spikes or something like that but we never yeah. consider that at any other time why would we on a millimetre decision sure it could be a hard luck story more than likely he has feathered it and that's what the technology that is there to determine Paul Wilson was put in that situation. Maybe it was a half a frame the other way. Simon Torfall on Channel 7 explained all this in great detail. I tweeted that out before if you want to see mm. you know, a former excellent umpire articulate why you need to look at the frame after the ball passes the bat to get a measure on whether Snicker has been activated. He's in a far better position than you or I or anyone else commenting about the dismissal. But yeah, that was the third in the sequence, three for one. The middle one though, Jeff, Travis Head, no mitigating circumstances there. Um, how many Can times have believe? we seen it? Can you believe that Travis Head is out slashing outside the off stump caught behind point I just, just I, you could have struck me down with a feather I mean first ball back from Siraj who I cannot talk more highly about this young bloke puts it exactly where he needs to be the Travis head fifth stump line Head can't help himself. Straight into the hands of Agarwal at second mm. slip. And that's all she wrote. Head gone for 17. Again, we talk about patterns with Australia's batting. This is an unfortunate recurring instance for Head mm. where he gets out between sort of 15 and 40-odd. Yep. We thought he'd broken the back of that last summer. Well, evidently not. So he's back in the gun, I would say. I wouldn't be completely surprised if he lost his spot for the third test match because there'll be pressure yeah. to make changes. I'm not saying he will get dropped or even whether he should get dropped, but it's a chance it may happen because, you know, Burns will go, but if they want to make two changes, then I expect Head will be the second. Well, you've got to do something. They're every chance to get bowled out for under 200 here, which I was looking at the numbers before. At times that's happened, you know, three times to start a series, even allowing for you know, unfinished innings where yep. a team declared or, or had a run chase, as Australia did in Adelaide. It's happened twice before and one was 1887 and right. one was 1901 um, so if this if they do get bowled out for under 200 here Australia would have done it three times on the trot around the Adelaide run chase you know twice here and to start a series off at home which it just doesn't happen hasn't happened in over 100 years yeah so. and I suppose the post-mortem will have to factor in what Green does tomorrow look the fact that Green and Cummins have had Australia's longest partnership in this innings I think they've faced 108 balls or something mm. it speaks volumes really and, yeah. and the responsibility on Green's shoulders and Cummins who isn't a recognised 
nice batsman, if you like. He's in the old jargon. Wade making runs and occupying the crease for a long period of time. He's in decent nick. He, yep. he played conservatively today in contrast to Boxing Day. He said before play on an interview, actually, that he, that he lost his head on Boxing Day, which was an interesting admission mid-test match. But on this occasion, played the other way, which he did in the first innings at Adelaide, mm. and, and it worked for him. And good luck for that and yep. yes Jadeja got him with a good one but um, you know Wade had showed that application but hmm. may that may be the case that Wade now shuffles down and bats at five as he did last year yeah, it was, maybe remember as it was he head batting at six yeah, so and they if keep, they keep green keep green you know you can, you can kind of see it can't you Warner comes back he's partnered by maybe Harris who's in the squad you don't have to do too many leaps of logic to see where yeah. Wade as good as he's been might now cede the opening role back to Warner and sit we, back into the middle order well, I think he'd be more valuable like he's, yeah. he's that's that's where he's better suited to play player of the day for me Jadeja yep. the Got the, got the milestone early, even though it cost them a bit. He was out in an incredibly stupid way uh, <laughs> with Mitchell Stark putting three out on the leg side, bouncing the crap out of him, and Jade just thinks, I might play a hook shot to the deep. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Horrible. Like, literally, they moved deep mid-wicket out one ball before he played that shot, and he hit it straight to Pat Cummins at that spot. It was, it was very stupid. But he fielded well. He bowled well, picked up those couple of wickets. I liked that he got Matthew Wade with an Indian delivery, you know, the kind that he would get someone with bowling at Hyderabad or somewhere, where... He'd looped a couple and then he just pinged in the really quick one at that leg stump and nailed him straight in front. That's exactly what he does on, on Indian pitches and it worked for him. Yeah, that, that's a great read of uh, that dismissal. I suppose that the group of Indian bowlers, you could almost pick any of them with the exception of Umesh who, who went off, but you know, Boomerah, you know, he was uh, good enough to knock over Steve Smith down the leg side, which is no main feat given as we described yeah. before. That's never happened before to him. Siraj getting Travis Head at a really important time to help further that collapse. Ashwin, we haven't talked about the way Labashane got out. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lovely piece of drift. The previous over, he put a leg slip in to Wade for the one that didn't spin, and then he bowled that exact delivery to Labashane, pouched nicely by Rahane uh, mm-hmm. behind the wicket. So they've all done a job today, but yeah, I suppose on the basis that he gets uh, two wickets, including the captain, uh, helps spur on that collapse via Matthew Wade falling. It has mm-hmm. to be Ravinda Dredasia as our Seabus player of the day. Yeah, I reckon it is. Uh, we're going to take that very quick break, and then we'll look at the Hall of Fame, final word Hall of Fame for the day, and uh, what's going to happen tomorrow at Casting Forward. Word about our sponsors, C-Bus Superannuation. Uh, We're doing this through the lens of what happened when you played cricket, Adam, because you played a lot more than I did. When you went out to bat, what was your level of protective equipment? As I got deeper into my career, uh, I kind of went both ways. I'd occasionally bat in a hat, which was ridiculous, and sometimes I'd walk out in a chest guard and an arm guard when playing up the higher grades, and I would get bullied and teased mercilessly, and fair enough too. (laughs) So so I pretty much entirely play pub cricket, where you're not supposed to bowl bounces, that's a dangerous ball, but that also means perversely that no one wears helmets, because they're like, oh, well, you can't bowl a short ball, but you're also like, yeah, but none of you can play, like, none of you can hit the ball. As we've been talking about a little bit on the final word recently, actually, in an ideal world, you use your bat to defend yourself or you get out of the way, but it's not always that straightforward. Yes, it's also about uh, knowing what might go wrong and when the best laid plans do go astray and having the appropriate protection. <laughs> Is this the bit when you link to the fact that CBUS offers flexible and affordable insurance options to people working in the building, construction and allied industries? It's almost like you've got the same script that I do. It is that bit, and you have to make sure you have the right cover. And to do that, you can log into your CBUS account and review your options. This is the thing you can do if you have that cover. Uh, disclaimers, other, this information, 
information is general in nature to consider if CBUS is right for you. And to find out more about those insurance products, you go to cbussuper.com.au. You get a PDS that has the information for you. And I don't know if I'm supposed to read this bit out, but if you're interested, CBUS's trustee is United Super Proprietary Limited, ABN 46006261623. CBUS's ABN, however, is C75493363. 262 and their AFSL, which I assume is something you ask someone on the internet, AFSL, <laughs> is 233792. So I hope if you've written down those numbers in case you need them. Visit cbussuper.com.au forward slash the final word. Sort out your super. Back so, to the show. Sort it out. Sort it out, mate. This is The Final Word, India Daily, with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. The Final Word Hall of Fame, this is where we look for the moment of the day. It may not have been a person. It may be a person. It may be a person who, you know, might be your dad. Maybe your dad's great. <laughs> you can let us know. But for me today, it was, I know we talked a little bit about Smith bowling, getting bowled by Boomer, but the way that happened, I have never seen such a fractional bold dismissal before. That ball, if you tracked that on Hawkeye, that it would have said it was missing leg stump like it went by and just whispered in its ear like how about you let the bale fall off (laughs) and about seven seconds later the bale dropped it was remarkable to the point that i watched it live and went wait what's happened why are they why are they all cheering and then i watched the replay and was like rishab dropped it like he can't be out i thought he edged it down the leg side right and only uh, at the end of that did i actually see the bale tip off just Posthumously, it was absolutely absurd. Yeah, it sounded great through the cans. You could hear the bow be clipped, then slowly. It's perfect through the stump mic. Uh, yeah, that works for me. I think the anti Hall of Fame is how long Marnus Labashain's taking to get off the field when he gets out. Someone tell him that when you're out, when mm. you've edged the ball to slip, what you do is you walk off the field. You don't linger there, look at the umpire, look at your batting partner, look at the bowler, and then belatedly put your bat under your Trying arm. Trying to figure out like, if there's a way to review it. Somehow. Yeah, like that's not the way it's done. Like you're, yeah. Again, we said it last week, you're a very, very good cricketer. You're a phenomenal batsman. You're going to make thousands and thousands and thousands of test runs. Forget about all that bullshit. Just get off when you're out. Mm. Anti-Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay. All right. I, let's start up the Anti-Hall of Fame. We can power <laughs> spacecraft with it. Throwing forward, do we... We could have a classic here. We could have the makings. If if, if Green and Cummins bat for a while, they, they got to the lead just before stumps. There was a huge yeah. cheer around the ground when they got two in front. If they could get 150 in front even, the, it, it could be testing. Like yeah. If they bat through a decent chunk of the day tomorrow... It's the right pair for it, isn't it? And it feels like they're the, they're the right pair who could pull something like that off. Let me just throw a bit of historical analysis at you, okay. shall we? The biggest first innings deficit that's been overturned to win a test match between India and Australia at Melbourne was in 1981, a test we talked about on Storytime recently yep. where Kapil Dev, second change, takes five for 33 as a young man and, oh, yeah. and bowls out Australia for 83, I think it was, chasing about 140. So there yep. is precedent. Uh, India have beaten Australia three times at Melbourne. Three of the seven tests have won in Australia have, have been here, so they love they love playing here. So mm-hmm. um, that would probably both trend in, in India's favour uh, if you want to take anything from that. But no, I... Unlikely. Chris Rogers was just saying on our broadcast then that for everything that's happened today and yesterday, two bad days for Australia consecutively, if they end up eking out a 110-run lead or, or something mm-hmm. like that, they'll still back themselves because yeah. they've got the best fast bowling group in the world, which is interesting. Whether the pitch deteriorates might be part of this yeah. too. We yet to see any evidence of that. But if we do see some footmarks that Lyon can land them in, India were bowled out for 36, nine days ago. I mean, yeah, I suppose we could have a classic. We should be so lucky. I'm, I'm just thinking it could be like, yeah, say it's one. 
150, 160. You know, they get up there, yeah. a bit a few runs from Stark, as we saw him do against Pakistan, that kind of thing, something like that. And then a couple go early. Like, suddenly India would be the ones getting the sphincter-tightening experience. Yeah, and, and that's the beauty of Test cricket, isn't it? You can be well behind in the game, and yet the fourth innings, everything can hinge on one team holding its nerve in a, in a small chase. We've seen that many times covering uh, the game, and indeed quite a few times at the MCG. All right, we'll be back with you tomorrow for the India Daily Day 4 to let you know if that happened or if it was all a pipe dream. If you like the show and you want to help support it, patreon.com slash word. That's a good thing to do. And if you watch it or not watching it, mm. more to the point. If you're watching it, you'll see me pointing at the camera. If you're not watching it, we've got this YouTube channel. We don't use it very often. We yeah. made a very funny video with Cam Fink in England last year yep. about nightclubs and, and brawls, which mm. well, we thought it was funny. Yeah. Other people did as well. You can see that there to, to start the channel, and we're yep. now putting these up day after day. And if you like what we're doing here, hit subscribe, and every day you'll be told when the final word goes video form. That's a new thing we're doing. We'd love yeah. to have you part of it. That's it. Uh, the final word, India Daily, Jeff Lemon, Adam Collins. See you tomorrow. Bye. I had to go. Got it, write it out.